Okay, so today's Life Atelier is all about digital decluttering. And the inspiration came from one of my coaching clients who asked if I had any resources about how to declutter in terms of newsletters, Facebook, just generally feeling like the digital world was a little bit messy and overwhelming. And I did. I have a lot of resources because I am someone who is a former, oh my God, uh, <laughs> I would say hoarder, former hoarder, definitely. And I'll give you an example of that. So I started to collect uh, Vogue magazines when I was about 14. And I also collected L Decoration because I really wanted to study interior design. And I carried these books, not these books, these magazines. So if you can imagine, like they're really heavy and just imagine how, how tall this stack of magazines was. And I carried them with me from house to house when I moved, when I moved apartments in Manchester. And my ex-boyfriend, when we met, he had arrived from Spain, literally with like a little backpack. Um, he'd also arrived with cans of tuna fish in his, in his coat, which he won't mind me telling you, um, because he had heard that food was extortionately expensive in the UK. So his parents like packed food into his into his bag when he came. And he was very surprised to find out that actually uh, it's not so different to Spain. But that's another story. So he very patiently helped me when we got together, we moved from my first apartment into an apartment uh, that we shared. And he helped me carry these boxes and boxes of, of magazines, of Vogue. And he couldn't quite believe it. And then we moved house again. And this time I went through them and I got rid of some of them and we carried a bit less. Then the next move that we did, I spent weeks like cutting out all of the pages that I thought were really important and I really needed. And I put those pages into these two massive ring binders so I could use them for reference with my design course. And what do you know, never use them again. <laughs> Just had to carry these two heavy binders. And finally, and, and, and that's not even the books. I used to carry all my books. My books were so important to me. And, and when we went to, we went to Australia via Thailand and on the way there, I, I was doing an English teaching course, a CELTA, so that I could have work in Spain when we eventually came back. And I carried all these textbooks. I bought every textbook that you needed for the course and I had them in my backpack. And the first time he put the backpack on me, <laughs> I just like gently fell backwards and landed on the floor because uh, I couldn't handle the weight. Um, and I got there and I got to my course and all my classmates had found digital copies of the books and they had them on tablets or on, on their phones or stored on their computer. And I just had this moment of like, ah, okay, okay, maybe I'm carrying a lot of things that I don't need to be carrying. So that's where I started. And then when I was in Australia, I read... Um, Marie Kondo, The Life-Changing Art or The Life-Changing Magic, Tidying Up, I can't remember the title. And I went like the other way and I went crazy and I got rid of everything. Um, yeah, chucked anything that I didn't need that exact moment <coughs> and, um, and then ended up regretting it because actually there were things that I really loved and I just, I just chucked them. 
So I've now got this kind of happy balance, which is having this practice of consciously decluttering my digital space. Um, not just digital space, you can take this further. You can do this with your friendships, with your relationships, which sounds a bit harsh, but I'll, I'll explain why. It's not too different from setting boundaries and just reviewing where you're at at this time in life. But today we'll talk about the digital side. So first thing to do is make a list of everywhere that you live on the online space in the digital world. It doesn't need to be online. It might be, um, it might be iTunes. It might be, um, might be your podcasts. It might be that you open your podcast app and you feel overwhelmed because you can see there are so many different podcasts to listen to and you're not sure which one to start. So anything that's digital. So for example, I got um, newsletters, Facebook groups, Instagram accounts, email, Twitter, apps, photos, general files, contacts, money, because we're digital, we bank online. I had a lot of, I have, let's, let's be honest. I still have a lot of bank accounts because I got very excited with Profit First, the system, and I took it very seriously and I started opening lots and lots of accounts. And yeah, anyway, that's something that I'm working on. Uh, and also maps, because actually all the places that you've saved, you've got a digital footprint in Google Maps or Apple Maps, if you use that as well. And so the next step is to think about what are you using this space for? Cal Newport has a book called Digital Minimalism, which is really great. And it goes into this a lot more. There's also Stolen Focus by Johan Hari and Indistractable near IL. And I'm just reading Indistractable at the moment. There's also other books about your relationship with your phone, how to break up with your phone. There's all these different things. But, but for today, let's just look at what you can do right now. And um, so identify where you're spending your time or where you're present online and what is the purpose of that? So for example, newsletters, if you use email for work or for connections, but you also love newsletters, what a lot of people do is set up a separate email address just for newsletters, but don't integrate it with your work email. This is something that I do because for me, email is how I make money. It's how I maintain connections with my past clients. It's how people are able to book with me. And for me, my inbox is a really, really powerful place. So when I go in there, I don't want to get distracted by, oh, new Emma Gannon email or, oh, look at this newsletter. And in fact, I use an application called Substack, which is really amazing for newsletters. So I have Substack on my phone as the app but then I also have a separate email address just for newsletters, but it's not allowed to be with my work email. So it's somewhere that I go in the same way that I would when I want to read a magazine or I want to read a book and, and it's specific allocated time for that. You can also just, Vicky Louise suggests this, just delete everything that's more than two weeks old. And just do it. And if anything is that important, people will contact you again. If that makes you feel sick, you can do another approach, which is to every day unsubscribe or delete 10 to 20 emails. And over a month, you'll start to notice your inbox becoming, for example, this morning, I just had six emails in my inbox and it used to be like 30 or 40. 
And that's not even bad. I know people that work for companies that have like 200, 300 emails coming in every day. So just start to think about that. Set up some rules around it. Um, you can set up autoresponders to say, thanks for your email. I normally get back to people within 48 hours or even more. You can say a week, like it's, it's up to you completely. But set up some boundaries around that. Facebook groups, go through your Facebook account. Again, check what's the purpose of it. Is it for fun? Is it to connect with family? If you're only using it for work or for groups of courses, you can use the Chrome feed blocker, which is uh, you download it from the App Store. I'll put links to all of these as well. And then you pin the groups that you want to participate in on the left. So that's something you can do immediately. And then you can just go in. You don't see the home feed. You'll just go to the groups you want to connect with. And then when you've created that space, you can go into Facebook and you can start to unfriend or mute or, well, I don't think you can mute on Facebook, but you can make friends list. But you can at least have that space to think about what you want to do with it. Now with Instagram, the same. What I do is I, I have like a, a ritual when I go in, which is before I post, before I do anything, I look at who I've interacted with least and I unfollow 10 to 20 people or even I unfollow the whole list like three times. And what that means is that I'm constantly keeping Instagram up to date. I use it for work, just for work. It's not for friends. My friends are on WhatsApp um, or, or in email, for example, but mostly on WhatsApp. So, so for me, I know that the people that I'm connecting with are going to change over time. So we use our Instagram accounts you know, for long periods. So you're definitely following people from when you had different objectives with work. So it's okay, it's okay to unfollow them. No one's gonna get offended. If you've got personal friends on there and you don't want them to know that you're unfollowing, you can just mute them as well, but don't feel guilty about it. Think about the objective, what are you using it for? And then adapt it to work for that. Um, Twitter, I don't know too much about because I don't use Twitter. It's not good for me. <laughs> Uh, with files and photos. So photos, there is a great app called Deleter and it will go through, you can download it and it will go through all of your photographs and it will remove any duplicates easily. You can also, again, think about your objectives. Do you need 10? I mean, my phone has probably got about 30,000 pictures of my dog. She looks more or less the same. <laughs> She looks more or less the same in every picture. <laughs> uh, but I keep them. I keep them because when my previous dog passed away, I really loved going back. What I loved was the videos, actually. Even though it really hurt to watch the videos, when I felt able to, the videos were what brought me happiness and brought me memories. So instead, I just went through and I chose a couple of videos couple of photos and then started to delete the other things. And you can do that as well. And you can create folders in your phone. But again, because usually the situation with our photos is we're talking thousands, like tens of thousands of pictures. So don't try to do it all at once. Set yourself a daily task of, okay, I'm gonna organize maybe 20 photos a day. And over time, the impact of that will also be that it, makes you more conscious about which photos you're saving and which photos you're taking so it has an impact on your on your general use and what you're bringing in 
in the future as well. Um, money, decluttering money and digital things. Again, uh, in fact, you know what? I'm not even going to recommend anything from me on this. I follow Ramit Sethi. I will teach you to be rich. His book is insane and it tells you how to automate all these systems so that you can make sure that you're not using you know you don't have subscriptions that you're not actually using your um your banking apps are up to date and you can schedule that so i'm just going to put a link to his book and even if you're not in the states it's still relevant the systems are still relevant the same with profit first profit first if you have your own business will take you through that process and finally contacts yeah, again, the same as Facebook and Instagram, think about what's your objective. So go through your phone and just start. And, and the thing is, well, in fact, I'll just quickly jump from contacts to, um, to files and your digital footprint in your computer or on Notion or uh, Google Docs. If you haven't looked at it for more than three months, just delete it just delete it. Make a list of all the documents that you need that are important, put those in one place, and then anything else, just delete it. And actually, this can be a really great way. This has been how I've even had clients rebook with me that had been meaning to and had forgotten when I've messaged them and said, hey, um, just to let you know, well, I hope you're well, first of all, but just to let you know, I'm tidying up my digital space and I'm going to be deleting your documents, your information, in at the end of the month and this is also about gdpr compliance because we can't hold people's data as well if you've got people's data and usually and, and i say this is just to give you time so that you can you can save it if you want to save them and if not um then i'll just be deleting it and very often they're like ah oh, emma we need to book with you so it's it's a really nice cycle to be going through and just to kind of keep that incoming um those touch points with the people in your life and make sure that you're feeling connected and happy about that. So let me know your thoughts. Let me know how you get on. I will put all of these resources under this podcast and this video, because I'm doing a video at the same time. And if you want more help with this kind of thing, my calendar is open for coaching. So you can just contact me and schedule a virtual cup of tea.